Um, so, welcome back to another episode of Step Out Podcast, hosted by myself, Daniel De Silva. Today, I'm here with a special guest in the name of OJ. How are That's you, bro? Man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Can't complain. Still alive. Still healthy. How, how's quarantine treating you, bro? It's a blessing in disguise. It's a yeah. blessing in disguise. Can't yeah. Mm-hmm. I've learned three new skills, I think it is. Yeah. I'm also, I was also fortunate enough to implement some ideas that I've been procrastinating on. So I can't complain at all because small progress is better than no progress. Yeah, I think same here as well. I've just kind of like been working on different things and like trying to like plan more because it's not, there's, there's much less going on. So I have more time to think Definitely. and just be like, okay, kind of yeah. like plan my life out. Okay, this, I've done this now. What's, what's my, next, my next move kind of thing? Definitely, so definitely. before we um, get into all that and stuff, um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, man, people, some people might know me, some people might not know me. I'm a, what can I say? I'm a DJ. I'm an entrepreneur, per se. Um, I own my own clothing brand. I do websites. I edit. I'm able to talk to people as well on a social networking basis. I run events the odd time. Um, what else do I do, Daniel? Um, I feel like there there isn't one one thing that can describe you. I, like because obviously, like um, I think I've known you a few months now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, like even like, especially while saying like over this whole lockdown thing, I'm just like, rah, this guy is unstoppable, man. <laughs> because I remember you start off, you're just like, oh, I'm going to teach myself how to edit. I think I should have to edit. And yeah. all of a sudden now man, man is like on an editor now, basically, slash uh, every, even, everything like, else. I like to, I like to, sorry, I like to label myself as an entertainer. Yeah. So. Not, not, not a content creator, but an entertainer. Yeah. I like to like, People who I know, mm-hmm. I like to entertain them, or I like to keep mm-hmm. them entertained. Mm-hmm. Also, I like to keep them guessing too. Yeah, cool. but, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Sorry. No, I feel like I, I really like like how you you're multifaceted and just like not one thing. You start off with one thing and then yeah. it goes into the next, and then because obviously before 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 I knew you, um, obviously I knew the uh, One Plus One, your clothing brand, and then yeah. from there it was the. Um, do you know the the I don't know the venue beside Jervis? Um, the, oh, Grand Social. Yeah, the Grand Social event. That yeah. was like yeah. It was I don't know. Was that the first Dublin event? Yeah, it was this time. It was around this time last year. Yeah, like I, I went to that one and I was like, rah, this is sick, man. And you DJed that in there? Um, not really. I got Jesse and Tyler to DJ. Yeah. I was kind of like, because yeah. it was my first event. Mm-hmm. And plus, I you did a little bit though. Yeah, I did a little yeah, bit close yeah, to the end, but like, because it was my first, our first event for the brand, and I was doing it on mm. my own, so I'm like, I need to be at 101 places yeah. at different times, or sorry, at the same time, so it's kind of like, I can't really even DJ right now, because my phone was ringing, somebody's texting me, this and that, you get me yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to make sure Iris are okay, and everything like that, so it's kind of like, yo, let me just, let me just not DJ, and let me just sort out the logistics, the actual event, and run the event, instead of DJing. And having everyone else complain and stuff like that, you get me. Mm-hmm. So that's what, like, that's what I took on myself to do. But um, yeah, one thing I've noticed about one thing people have told me as well is like, when they get, once they, the initial time they meet me at first, they know mm-hmm. me as like the clothing brand owner. Then mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. where they get to know me, it's like they unpeel a layer each time, yeah. and they kind of harass. So this guy does this, 
as well as that. As this thing where like I don't really I don't really be going out and telling people I do this, I do that. It's kinda yeah. like if you know, you know, type of thing. You get me like because as well I like to like I like to keep my space too, but at the same time like if you're putting yourself out there as an entertainer, people obviously will know what you do kind of a thing. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. So, so I don't, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a sticky uh, one. Where, where did your kind of like journey into, like I suppose, like as to like who you are so far? Like, how, where did you start off? Where did I start off with, like, yeah, in terms of actual entertainment thing? No, just, just like, as, as in, like, just was chasing the bag or whatever. But I remember we spoke before, and you said that you don't chase the bag; you let the bag chase you. Do you want to like? Yeah, man. I still, I still bit? stand. I still stand by that. I still mm, stand by that. Mm, mm. I can and see it as well. Anybody, like... anybody <laughs> know, they know they'll they can they can testify to that statement too. Definitely, anybody yeah. Because it's kind of like once I got out, man. Once I stepped outside my comfort zone, mm-hmm. this podcast is called Step Out. So yeah. once I stepped out of my comfort zone, I was kind of like, you know what, man? I want things to come from me. Mm. I don't want to be chasing things. But obviously, you have to, like, build that first initial step. So that's the step that I built. And I was building my empire called One Plus One, which I started mid, early to mid-2017. But it didn't really kick off until, like, end of 2018. Well, it still hasn't kicked off, but, I mean, like, it didn't get, to, it didn't get recognition to, like, the likes of people who I know now until like end of 2018 start of 2019 and that's when like i was kind of like i was like at one stage i was kind of like oh man i feel like i'm so vulnerable but i used that to my advantage because i was like oh this is actually a great opportunity to learn this and to learn that mm-hmm. and then to learn this because like i started to see all these content creators then pop out of nowhere well not nowhere but obviously like they've been crafting and stuff but then i started seeing all these content creators like videographers photographers then i started to hit reach out to them and obviously, like, it's business, so, like, obviously, they're providing me a service and they expect payment. But it was a thing where, like, some people were kind of, like, some people were kind of, like, reaching for the sky with the type of money they're asking for. Yeah. I was kind of, like, I respect what you're doing and everything, like, but, man, you know, like, you and I are both kind of starting up, and mm. you want me to pay an arm and a leg for this thing. <laughs> so I was, that's when, that's when, like, I motivated myself to be, like, yo, I got to learn how to do this or else, like, I'm going to be emptying my pockets every single time like that yeah, 100%. yeah so that's the thing that keeps me motivated that's the thing that keeps me on my feet as well it's kind of like um if i if i like if i can't check on myself he's gonna check on me type of thing you get me yeah that's I feel like same here as well i kind of like i'm my own biggest critic in, in a sense as well like Definitely. I, I, someone that someone could look from the outside and be like yeah um that's really dope and they like it or whatever but for myself, I'm just like, raw. like I could have done this better. I could have done that better. And I suppose like it's one of them things where it's kind of like an innate thing in it where yeah. we, we kind of like tend to like self-reflect a lot or whatever. But um, at the same time as well, we kind of like have to give ourselves some credit as well because we are doing good. But speaking to, I was just talking with my friends recently and they were like, oh, do you know like when it comes to like success and stuff like that, they were like, I was saying to them, like, um, I someone could look at ourselves or whatever and look, uh, like, this is usually a sample. Someone look at you, like, in the rock, he's very successful, like, and whatever. But yeah. you're looking at yourself, like, I'm not even 
halfway yeah, where true. I want to be. That's, do you get me? That's, that's the thing. Like, that's like, I don't even need to sound like a big man or anything, but like, a few people come up to me and be like, oh, bro, you're only 20 and we're doing all this and doing all that. It's kind of like, I'm like, I'm like, it depends on what you define successful as. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there was one point like last year where I was like, man, I feel like I can't create any more content, but like, I have to. Do you get me? Like, it was like, I don't know, it was kind of like a writer's block, except an entertainer's block. Do you get me? Like, because there was one point where I was like, man, after the second event, I was like, yo, I don't know what else I could possibly do. But I feel like stuff like that just tend to happen. Whereas, like, you don't, one second you're like, I don't know what to do. Next second, ideas are flowing in your head. Like, today was just like, for example, today was a bad day. But let's say Monday, the day before I dropped my mix, my quarantine mix, the ideas were like flowing in my head. Sorry, I mean Sunday, the ideas were flowing in my head like nonstop. But like today, it's kind of like, man, I was just playing GTA 5 today on my PlayStation. Like, I don't even play PlayStation like that anymore. I, I, I know when I play PlayStation. Huh? I I I told myself I need to get a PlayStation because I sold my PlayStation like a few years back, but I need to get one again. Bruh. Do you play FIFA? Yeah? Actually, I yeah. used to play FIFA. You give people hands. It's kind of like I feel like when I've used my PlayStation for like half the day, I'm just like, man, what the hell did I do today? Like type of thing. Unless it's a day, unless it's, unless it's a day after knowing I've done something very good the day before. Yeah. A bit like giving yourself a reward or a time off. Yeah, exactly. after a long day. But anyways, like back to your back to the topic or question about like success. What 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 define yeah success? I was like, I don't really, I don't really have a definition of success, but I do have inspirations where I'd like to or heights that I'd like to reach. Like obviously, my main my main inspiration right now would be Kanye West. Like the reason why I'm even using Kanye as an inspiration is because first the guy was a college dropout. He was mm. in debt. And then he became a billionaire just recently. Like, I think it was April 26th. Yeah, and that was crazy. Amazing. I didn't know he yeah. had that much money, like, I can't lie. Yeah. Yeah, so he became a billionaire. I was kind of like, man, that's actually mad. Because if you look at, like, all the empires he's been building, the music, the shoes, the fashion, it's kind of like, when I look at stuff like that, I'm kind of like, I look at myself, I'm like, man, mm. I could, like, why can't that? Like, why can't that be me type of a thing? But I don't like to compare it, but I like to use it as, like, a stepping stone for greatness. Like, a mini map in a sense where you're kind of, like, mapping out and planning, okay, I can do this, this, and this. Yeah. And one thing I used to, when I started off with my brand, I started off with my brand when I was going 18. Yeah, because it was 2017. So what was it? I used to... What I used to do is I always I always used to think success came overnight. Little did I know it was like a journey. Yeah. And when I when I realized it was a journey, it was when Kanye West was a billionaire at forty. That's when I was like, okay, I need to like calm down a little bit. I just need to breathe. I need to know I'm gonna get there. Because when I started, I was like, I was seeing like obviously when I started, I was like. You know, you know, like during 2017 period, that's when like Virgil Abloh was like at his peak with mm-hmm. the whole Paris Fashion Week, and then him DJing and Travis Scott and everything was like hinting Astro World. I don't know if you remember around that 2017, 2018, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jay Host dropped Common Sense as well. All all around that time, I was kind of like, off, yeah. yeah, I was kind of looking at all these people from UK and US. I was kind of like, man, like I was thinking, is this ever going to be Ireland or do I have to leave? But I didn't. I didn't look at it 
I didn't look at reality. I just looked at what I could find, what I could get at the other side of the rainbow. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. So that's when I came to grips. I was like, this thing is going to take a little longer than I expected to take. But it's all about resilience and how much I want it at the end of the day. Because I know I'm going to get it. But it's about how much I actually wanted to hold off to actually get it then. Give me like, because even like, you probably heard about the stories of like J.K. Rowling. Like yeah. She was really she was rejected by like a lot of yeah. different publishing companies, and then hearing all like hearing all these recurrent stories. That's when I was kind of like, all right, I need to relax. Like early twenty, I need mm. to relax. I need to relax. I need to just make sure I'm doing what I'm doing and keep on doing it. Like even even the likes of like KSI. Like I remember watching his YouTube in like the early two thousands. Sorry, two thousand ten. Like. And 2011, and then like he literally only, only became proper, proper famous maybe in like 2018. So like that's eight years. Do you get me? Like, and I've only been doing it for like two and a half, three years. So that's less than half that he's been doing. So I'm kind of like, I also use that as well. I'm kind of like, okay, I need to relax again, and I need to just realize it's still it's a it's a long, it's gonna be a long journey. Yeah. I just have to enjoy the I just have to enjoy the enjoy ride. The process, yeah. yeah. Um. I suppose, like, in saying all that, um, one thing that I wanted to t- discuss today, and you actually you slightly mentioned it, where you were like looking at um, people that were successes in different countries and that, and I suppose this week is it, it was this week in it where this whole like debate on Twitter, one one person put out a tweet saying that if you're trying to do something in Ireland, then it's much yeah. more harder to become successful or whatever. And yeah. I suppose, like, what do you think about that? And Yeah, that tweet, is? I remember, I remember seeing the tweet. It was sent inside the, inside the group chat. And it was, I think the tweet said something like, um, oh, somebody originally, somebody from UK originally tweeted saying, um, oh, it's so hard to get support. Something. And then another girl tweeted then saying, Oh, if you think it's hard, you should come to Ireland and see. You see, you see for yourself. You don't get any support. Yeah. Originally, when I seen that tweet, I was kind of like, "Oh, people talking about support again." Mm. I was kind of pushed off. But then I seen it kept on coming again and again yeah, and again. Trying, yeah. I didn't, I didn't generate a tweet and publish it, but I generated thoughts. And I was kind of like, I was kind of like the one, the one thought that came to my head that was like kept on coming again and again and again. Is I realized people will support you. Okay, there's like many ways. There's many ways that people support you. Support mm. you when you're popular, when you go, or there will be genuine support, authentic support. And I feel authentic support is the best way because those yeah. type of people will also tell you what you need to do. We'll give you constru- we'll give you constructive criticism mm. and tell you how to. Improve. But it's a thing where like you shouldn't you shouldn't feel hard done by if nobody supports your stuff. Mm. You just need to, you just need to either a find a new market or b find a resolution to mm. or find a solution to how you could then capture the crowd that you need to capture. Do you get me to then gain that support that you need to gain to thrive? Like so, it's the thing where like I've always said to myself: if one person doesn't support you, another person will. There's eight, seven, eight billion people in this world. Like don't get. Don't get offended if one person doesn't support you, man. Yeah, 100%. Like, because at the end of the day, like, if you, if you stay true to yourself and you know what's good, yeah, then you get you get back what you yeah. what you get back. 
Um, and I feel like as well, like in in deciding what it whatever it is you want to do, whether it's music or it's um, building the business or whatever, it's mm. I think an important part of it as well is like why are you doing it? Do you get me? Because when you're when I think a, a lot of people don't realize like how hard it is. They'll see okay, they're doing really good in that aspect. I want to do it too. But yeah. if you don't have that like love for that thing that you're doing, like. And let's say the support isn't coming with it because you don't have the clear or whatnot. Like, you're just gonna want to give up. Do you get me? Definitely. So like, like 100%. when I, whenever like I don't know, even um, a female friend of mine is like, oh, I want to do this. Da, da 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 I'm just like, do you actually like it? What you're doing, or is it because like yeah. very girls are doing that now? Do you get, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and the thing, the annoying thing is like when you say something like that to a friend. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you're my friend. You're meant to tell me to encourage you." But I'm not that person. Like, I'll only encourage what I know is good for you or what I know is beneficial for you. Yeah, I'll never 100%. blatantly be naive or lie to your face. Be like, "Yeah, man, that's dope. You should do it." Mm-hmm. If I feel like it won't suit you, I'll say, "Okay, look, this might not be the best venture. How about you try something else, or how about you look into a different route or something like that?" Because I don't want it to be a thing where they start, they don't grow as expected. Yeah, and then now there's some they're in some sort of loophole, and they're like, "Oh, how do I get out? Or if like, what's gonna happen now? This and that, like, and how can I get better? Whatever, whatever. You get me, like." Mm-hmm. And so did you? I'm, like, I'm just wondering. You see, with your with your um journey with um your brand and stuff like that, do you, like what is? Did you ever like come across any um kind of like challenging situations where you're kind of like, bro, um. I don't know where I think you may have like set yeah, that the start. The start was the the first year or the first six months was definitely the toughest, man. Gosh, I'm so happy I have thick skin, man. Because if I didn't, mm. I think I don't think I would be on this call right now if I didn't have thick, thick skin. Like mm. I wouldn't be on. Like I wouldn't be known for being an entertainer. I wouldn't. I don't think mm. I would have been each other. Because when I started, like I went to I went to a boarding school, private school, so it's kind of like everyone's ideas i wouldn't say flaw but they were kind of biased and they had like a propaganda or they had like this type of agenda against people who wanted to step outside the comfort zone mm. so when i was on the when i was one of the first people to do that the year i started kind of like got some backlash but luckily enough like i was kind of like brushed aside mm. and i just started posting not many people knew I own the brand, but I started posting. Yeah, yeah. I started getting engagement from people. You know, without sometimes Instagram will suggest an account for you to follow. Mm. I started getting engagement from um, Instagram mm. and people follow the page. Then um, I started building a following as well because like, then I started using, what was it? I always, I always had, so basically I had like school friends and I had yeah. friends outside school. So I started using my friends from outside school to then model my clothes because they were more interested in actually helping and building the brand than the mm. people inside my school so then once i um, once we kind of like all networked and stuff like that with people from outside of school i just kind of like started building from there but like it was it was tough going man it was tough going because like obviously it's kind of like people people see the vision and then they have mm. to then believe it like seeing and believing is two different things you get me yeah. like so i love enough like, Sorry? No, no, go on, sorry. Yeah, so luckily enough, like, people gave me the trust and believed in my vision mm. to help me 
get it to where it is right now. And obviously, I have to give back to that as well. Yeah. Like, but obviously, it's a continuous, it's a continuous project. Yeah, I feel I'm like stop anytime soon. Yeah, I feel like um, I'm kind of like going through that that season at the moment. Even like with this, like it's where things have started now. And at the beginning, there's like a crazy trajectory, and then after that, like. You know, like it, it can plateau or whatever, it just stalls for a bit. And I'm yeah, like, okay, kind of, you're trying to like figure out, okay, like how can I like get things rolling again and whatnot? Do you get me? Like, that's exactly what happened to me because I remember, yeah. so like the way I have landmarks, so the first landmark was starting, mm. the second landmark was getting the people, the third landmark was then releasing the floats, yeah, the fourth landmark was then trying to get new customers. And once you once you did all those for it's kind of like right, you've kind of peaked then. So mm. you're kind of like this for a bit. You're like mm. this, you're like this. All you could do yeah. then is continue to post the content. It's yeah. kind of like you're not dropping anything new. No, you're just kind of dropping the same thing. So mm. people are like, you're almost like, almost expecting like, it. no, no, yeah, they'll be expecting that as well. But you're almost like tiring out your audience. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like want something new. So then mm. the fifth landmark then was obviously the events. So then mm. I felt from doing that to this. No, from doing what I used to do, mm. to advance the brought up, but like this. Okay, that's the amazing. People, people were not expecting it. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. And then, then with the events, came with the clothes, mm. new, the new the new collection of clothes. So mm. then that was like a double whammy then for the people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So then obviously, with an event, you get, you get a good amount of people there. Obviously, it depends on what type of event you're doing. Like, you saw the amount of numbers that came. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I think there was a heck of maybe like 300, 400 people. Yeah. So it's kind of like where it gets around type of thing. And people are like, oh, they enjoy this event. They want to come to the next one. Mm. So people expect the next one. Then the expectations are high. So then it's either like you stay here yeah. or you then or double. Expire again. Luckily enough for us, we then doubled. But then what happened is after that, it kind of went slowly down, slowly, slowly down. Because at that point, I was kind of like, I almost hit like I hit a checkpoint, but I also hit like a point of rea- um, realization. I'm kind of like, yo, I need to like, okay, yeah, I need to do what I'm doing, but I need to implement something new. Mm. And that implementation phase took a lot longer than expected. So it's kind of like everything after that second event was kind of like this, literally. But like, as as that implementation stage was staying like that. Me personally, I was then grown as a brand. Like I was then. Yeah. I then looked in. I don't know. Like when that happened, that's when like DJing was then picked up for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when yeah. I started doing other skills. Mm. But for my brand, it was still like this. Personally, I was like that though. My brand yeah. was like this, like this, and it's still like that. Mm. Me as a person, it's, I'm going it's up. Continue to go up, yeah. I need to bring my brand up. I always need to have my brand above me because my brand is what made me give me like yeah. stuff to pay homage can leave that behind you just continue bring both of these together yeah. Yeah. and that's the reason why like that's like that's 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 the seed that planted everything basically mm. my brand because it gave me the opportunity to do everything that i'm doing now because editing came from not wanting to pay an arm and a leg for yeah, yeah, yeah. photographers to give me like so mm. that's what i'm saying like even though my personal is going up i also have to bring my brand with me so that's why I'm using this time now to see what I could then do for the brand. Come quarantine is over, you get me? Yeah. So I want to be a thing where when we drop the next 
and project post quarantine, I, I want it to kind of be a shock for people. Mm. So then it will kind of be like things will be level level headed now between personal and brand, personal and brand, mm. and then or to be honest, I don't really mind if my brand just grows exponentially because at the end of the day, like you I'm still going well, with man. it, yeah. and my people are still going with it as well. So it's a win win. Mm. Like whereas, mm. like I feel like if it's personally, it's only kind of me benefit from it. Do you get me? Definitely, yeah. So, yeah, man, like, um, and then, oh, there's whole support team as well. Yeah, as I mentioned, like, if you're good at what you, if you're good at what you do, people will support you regardless. Yeah, if you need some work, I hope you have the right people to tell you that you need to put in some work. Mm. If you know you shouldn't be doing what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. It's as simple as that. If you're good, you'll get support. Mm. If you're consistent, you'll find support. But if you're good, you'll get it. Question, yeah, do you know, like. Way you when you start your brand, you said that like people didn't even know that you owned their brand. Do you feel like that's a, a maybe a good way to start a business? As in, like just create the business as as leave that as the business side as a, of it, but as in don't mix yourself with the yeah, business itself. I feel like I feel like it kind of is because then it's kind of like if you grow up with the business, there's almost like that personal attachment, mm. and then like kind of like you then personally can almost affect or tarnish the business whereas like if you keep yourself separate to the business mm. until you've established some type of relationship with both yourself the business mm. and the public yeah and you know that's like not gonna tarnish anything with the business that's anything business related and you know you can control those emotions and control that then i feel like that's when you should then take the time to be like okay hey guys i know you guys haven't known who owned this, whatever, blah, 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 but I'd like to say it's me. And that's when like, mm. a lot of people like, oh. And then that's when I feel like you then get that trajectory of getting more people to then follow it because then they know it's you who owns it. Do you get know I me? Mean? Like, because yeah, yeah. all of a sudden people follow it, not knowing this brand, but they've been vibing with it because they're posting good content. But then once mm. you tell your people it's you who owns it, they're kind of yeah. like, oh, Adds more momentum to it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, definitely. Well, but then again, like I guess it's each to their own type of thing. Like yeah, definitely. Yeah. As well. mm-hmm. like also, it depends on the nature of the like thing as well. Like, cause some things that you you may need to like be the face of it. Like, obviously, if you're definitely um, providing a service, like you're the main person, and like you have to be there yeah. all the time. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Like that's pretty much the answer for that question. Like I know I went into quite a substantial amount of detail with that mm. question. It's a question that's kind of like needs, uh, needs to be addressed in it. Both answer like yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. And I hope the whoever listens to this kind of gets a thing or two of what I said from the whole supporting and mm-hmm. starting up from that's, literally nothing and just yeah. growing, growing. Um, the next thing I wanted to go into was obviously, um, from your brand you went into the events and stuff like that, yeah, and yeah now like it's kind of like relevant to now as in like obviously we locked down we can't even have events and stuff like that and there's a lot of like different uh like plans we suppose we had for ourselves um yeah. like to go away to go to festivals and and whatnot like i suppose like before going into that like you how did you was there anything like event wise that it was kind of like hindered now because of the whole lockdown yeah man we had your, your, how was it? It? My brand had two events. 
definitely two events coming up anyways before Corona kicked in. And there was, I had, I had a few gigs as well lined up for summer too. Yeah. Like two festivals. But obviously like now, none of that's going to happen. And we don't even know when it's going to be rescheduled because what I'm hearing is just nightclubs and all that won't be open for a long time apparently. Yeah, like till August or something. Huh? Till like August. Yeah, because of all this um, social distancing, this and that. So it's kind of from like from DJ perspective, it's actually kind of jarring because like mm. if you're if you're a full time DJ, if you're a full time DJ, sorry, if you're a full time DJ and you rely on that as like a source of income, then it's kind of like that thing's messed up now. Do you get me? Sorry, wait, give me a second. Oh, sorry, no worries. For me, will it disturb the thing? No, I can, I can, I can talk or something. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. So, um, I suppose like I think with when it comes to, like the whole DJ situation, um, you, you don't really, you don't really pay taxes and stuff like that, do they? Like it's not like you're, you're not like actually when you do a gig or whatever, it's just like cash in hand in it. Sorry. It's DJ, oh, cash on, DJ, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, for example, like even now, let's say someone's a full time DJ. And they yeah. do, like every weekend or whatever. Yeah. Now because of this whole thing, like they 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 go from like a steady income to like just zero. And yeah, I know I know some I know some club DJs who get like yeah. my bookings weren't really that regular. My bookings yeah. like I got maybe like six seven bookings a month, yeah. which is actually calm. It's alright, like because if you break it down, that's like um, almost like, two bookings a week. Mm. So it's actually calm because the money's calm as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know some. I know some regular DJs who be getting like bookings almost like every two days. Wow. And I know for I know there's two of my friends who DJ and they get cash in hand. Mm. So they don't to answer your question. They don't get taxed. So it's kind yeah. of like strange. With me as well, like because I was recently signed to um, a management. It's my friend's manager, Platform K. He runs events, so it's kind of like uh, um, it kind of depends on what I get. He gets a percentage as well. Yeah. But more time, it's cash in hand, mm-hmm. and I still get a larger percentage, so it's actually not yeah. too bad. But to answer your question, like, there's, from what I know, anyways, from the DJs in Ireland, there's no tax. Yeah. Most DJs either do a brand transfer mm. or um, yeah. cash. But I suppose it's just kind of like, well, just kind of get at is kind of like it's kind of very. Um, it's harder. It's harder. It's it's harder on them because you can't just apply for the COVID nineteen payment like that, Jeremy. Yeah. Or that treatment. Can't, like, you, you just can't do it. There's nothing you can do. Like especially like I don't know. I see you, t- you had yourself tied up in like a lot of like. Yeah, that's why. That's why like commitments be, and stuff. Yeah, that's why like me. That's why like I I feel like I can never stick to just one skill mm-hmm. because like say for instance, now if your skill is so heavily reliant on the internet sources and the internet crashes one day you're in big trouble do you get me like yeah yeah like i've always like i've always been so open to like learning new skills or trying to master new well not master new craft but trying to open up to learning a new craft as well because like it's kind of like you never know what's going to happen you never know when you might need this type of thing because like say for instance now if i was if i if my skill was only djing i'll be in such big trouble right now like because as you said yeah, like i can't yeah can't apply for that COVID-19 payment thing mm. and clubs aren't open to August 19 like where's the where's the break going to come from type of thing do you get me yeah so like that's why I feel like it's good to know more than one skill but it's also 
but to make sure you don't do too much. You don't want to be a jack of all trades, master of none or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to be that. But um, sorry, what? Um, referring back to the question, what was it actually yeah. again? Oh yeah, uh, I was going to end up going to like with the events and stuff like that, and now people, uh, even myself included, I was very excited to go after nation this. So, <laughs> um, I think I think we all were. Yeah, were you going? Were you going as well? I was planning on going, you know, because okay. I was talking to my friend and she told me about the payment plan. I was kind of like, actually, doesn't sound like a bad show. Yeah, I might then like go and look into it. But like you know, how some of us just move. We say yeah, but we don't actually take yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. Like so last, like, last year, I decided to go maybe like a week before. I was like, I had to find the tickets and everything. For real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish I'd done the same thing this year because this time I, I paid everything up front and now yeah. I'm looking. It was, um, she told me about it in January and then yeah. we were looking for accommodation. So I was kind of like, oh, you know what? Like, I have enough money to go off and um, enjoy a holiday. So I was like, you know, let me just look into this. And like, mm. I was about to, I remember one time I was about to pay, but someone was just telling me, no, no, not yet, not yet. Just wait, just wait. Because I think it was like. <laughs> Oh, same as ours. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone was telling me, someone was telling me, because um, I had a gig like just three nights after. Yeah, this is three nights before a gig, sorry. So I was like, you know what, just wait, just wait until you get paid. Just wait until you pay, get paid. Yeah. When I got paid, I was like still hesitant. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew I wanted to go, I was still hesitant. So this is like around like mid-February, something like that. I was, all this was coming to my head. The next thing, like all I see is Twitter, videos of like people eating, um, raw seafood stuff, and I was kind of like, I was, I was still, I was still like alert. Then now, like a week later, it's coronavirus. I was thinking, man, this right. is not gonna get to Ireland. You get me, like, yeah, but then like, it got to Ireland quicker. When, when did you hear about quicker than I expected? Huh? When did you hear about coronavirus? Well, I heard about the live seafood market around like mid February. I think I'm the last person I heard about it, man. Huh? <laughs> I think I'm think I'm the last person I heard about coronavirus because I think uh, I knew that once lockdown. So I was like, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, yeah, because lockdown <laughs> happened. I remember it happened on Friday, thirteenth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what everything was shut. Because mm. I was like, oh, Friday, thirteenth. I wonder what's gonna happen today. And then now, mm. four p.m. All you hear is no one's allowed to leave. So yeah. I was kind of like, oh, crazy. I guess that's the news for Friday, thirteenth. Mm. So then obviously, like back to the question, like then I was like. When I when I was set to do the payment plans, funny enough, that's when the uh, Corona actually kicked in, and I was still I was like, man, the Corona's kicking in. Like even though if it goes away by like April or something or March, there's still gonna be restrictions. Yeah, like, definitely. Set yeah. And the fact that it's from China as well, like it's kind of like, man, this thing's gonna spread quick, and you don't even know what's gonna happen. Like even even if people even people don't have it anymore, it's still gonna be like lurking around type of thing so i was like i was suspicious about like traveling into like that like my housemates and all were laughing at me be like oh bro it's not gonna, gonna stay for that long i was kind of like man fair enough but look look who's laughing now i was like yeah definitely yeah it's may now we've been here for two months now mm. since march 13th may 15th we've been at home for two months tell me it's not gonna stay long what do you expect like <laughs> yeah like the whole afro nation thing is kind of like it's kind of mad because I feel like the situation could be dealt with a lot better. Yeah, it could have been it could have been addressed appropriately as well. I feel like there was there was a certain level of unprofessionalism with their approach, most definitely. Coming from a yeah. business perspective of somebody who's actually run an event, mm. 
obviously I haven't run an event for masses of over a thousand people and I haven't also sold tickets for more than 10 euro but yeah not yet anyway. it's just the principle yeah fingers crossed it's just, it's just the principle it's just the principle of like an event not being able to happen people paying for the tickets with the hard earned money mm. so out of respect just like see if you can try to facilitate a refund or at least address it to them mm. instead of giving them false hope of being like oh there's possibly this and that or changing changing your policies as well yeah, like that's exactly, yeah. that can possibly happen like, like it's just tarnishing your brand's name more and more like people okay if you get a refund now right people will be less inclined to go next year because of all the hassle they had to go through to get a refund this year you might still get a decent amount of people but you would have got so much more and you would have had the longevity of this festival if you were just able to approach it the right address way the, the situation properly the first time like that's that's the one thing that's annoying me about this whole situation is I love to see black people do well, but I don't like to see when their name get when the name gets thrown in the dirt. Mm. But then again, you have to look at the situations as to why the name's getting thrown in the dirt. And you have to be like, okay, look, this this is on you. Like, do you get me that? Because you know yourself, you pay for it. You heard you heard rumors about there being this and that. Yeah. And um, refunds happening. Next thing now, you see the page post about plantain, and you know there's pandemic going on and people are wondering if this is going to happen and obviously there's all of these concepts beside it getting mm. closed left right and centre and then you just see Afro-Nation just, Afro-Nation just doing yeah yeah work type of thing you get me like so obviously mm. like as a consumer as a customer that would be frustrating it would be very frustrating because you don't know what's going to go on and the fact like there is it's always, it's always nice to be hopeful, but like they were too hopeful. They were like, yeah, it's certainly going to happen in July. Like, <laughs> Don't worry, guys, well. we got it under control and all this stuff. Yeah, one day, no, well, like flights were being cancelled. Even the thing that got me, yeah, was when Wimbledon got cancelled in March. Yeah, it's never been cancelled before, like. Yeah, Afro Nation, it hasn't been cancelled since like World War One or something. Yeah. Afro Nation was still hopeful <laughs> of running their event. That's when I knew they lost the plot. Yeah. Even the Premier League got cancelled as well. Mm. Like, Liverpool were about to win the title. I'm happy they didn't. I'm a United fan. Same here. But, Come um, on. <laughs> like, even when I've seen stuff like that, and like the, the Euros as well, 2020, yeah, that got cancelled. Yeah. When that got cancelled, I was like, there's no way Afro Nation is going on. Because do you know how much money that like all these mm. companies make from like Euros yeah. and Wimbledon, especially Wimbledon, like. <clears throat> to be cancelled that's a big thing man mm. um, Afro Nation are here like, e- even not, not in Hill Carnival first time in 50 years yeah ago. first time ever being cancelled man yeah. that thing's been running for years exactly like oh and it's gonna have such a big economic effect as well yeah such a big economic effect but I suppose I like, feel, sorry I don't I don't like organise events and stuff like that yeah but I was I was just think I was trying to think of it like I was trying to put the numbers together I was like I I was like mm, two hundred per person, twenty k people turn up, roughly like maybe four million, yeah, so whatever. And just paying all these artists, whatever, da 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 da. Like, yeah. would would he would you do you think like he he would have to pay like a deposit for the artists or the artists only get paid after? Uh, some uh, I know how some things work because mm. I've been involved with some of my friends booking artists, like bringing yeah. artists to Ireland. Somehow some how some things work is basically. Some artists take an initial deposit. Yeah. 
So that would be like to actually book them. Or mm-hmm. somewhere it's just kind of like, if they're nice enough, they're kind of like be on some, yeah, just give me the deposit like two or three weeks before I come and then pay me the final thing on the day. Yeah. So I mean, it depends on, obviously it depends on how big the artist is. But yeah. like if somebody like, I know Drake, I think Drake is like 500k or something to book. Mm-hmm. So that's great. So like, Burner Boy, I say Burner Boy is probably 80k or 100k. Mm-hmm. I could be mistaken. So I feel like he probably takes a deposit of maybe like 10,000 and then yeah. the rest type of paying closer to the day or something like that. I don't know, I could be mistaken, but this is just yeah. from my experience and from my guess of dealing with big RS as well. So like for Smade, I don't know, he probably he probably did have to do a down payment for a majority of those yeah. big artists. And now it's kind of like, because I know some businesses don't do returns on the deposits. So maybe that's another yeah. reason why he was then delayed with giving everyone back the money. Because like, like the that. money's already been paid out, like you know, in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, when you're like that big of an um, events planner, like you sh- you're supposed to have insurance and that to cover the definitely. And the, I, I think like, did because you know, yeah, I think what I think I could be I could be mistaken, like, but I was just reading some I, I was just reading some tweets, and I think he mm-hmm. did have insurance covered. If not, I know people who are buying tickets. There is a refund policy insurance. Okay. Then he cancelled that apparently. So yeah, they changed the stuff around. Oh, it yeah. doesn't. It does not cover pandemic as well. Like, like yeah, like, they because like, I was like, I was like, there's no way when they're writing this in 2019 they would know a pandemic will happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, I feel like he was, as much as I hate to say it, but he was sharp with not giving refunds because he mm. knows. If he doesn't give, if he gave a refund, nobody will want to go. No next one's year. gonna want to go again. No, 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 yeah. not a chance. So it's kind of like the people who bought a ticket this year, mm. they're almost given no choice but to go for next year. Yeah. So then he doesn't really lose out on anything, mm. and he still has a festival next year. But I, I just wonder, yeah, because some people are saying if you contact your bank, um, yeah, a chargeback issue. Or something. Yeah. So like, I don't know how that will affect him as such. Yeah, I've no, I've no clue how that works. Yes. Luckily, enough, I haven't been in that situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But I do feel bad for him. Definitely, I feel like he's people. ruined his name. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say ruined, but I feel yeah. like he's definitely, he's definitely on the road to ruin it. Mm. Ruin, uh, he's definitely on the road to like destroying his image, most definitely. Mm. And he's in the right path if he continues anyway. Because mm. I know for a fact, like, it's only going to get worse the longer it goes good thing I guess good thing he addressed it yeah. it was just the fact like he says what did he say something he said, like, it, it, uh, <laughs> yeah that, that thing was so stupid man that was very thing. childish but what did he say he said like something like um, he said something like oh you're only allowed to sell your tickets internally or something yeah. like that yeah so it's kind of like you actually can't sell your tickets online or something like that blah 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 whatever whatever I don't know I didn't read it properly because even though I didn't buy a ticket, I was just I was fed up with you guys who actually bought one. I was like, yeah, exactly. This guy, he's just he's just giving out lame ass excuses, man, for just mm. not returning the money, and just knowing like, yo, like this is actually serious. Like this could actually damage blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. If I was in his shoes, I would want to give everybody what they've paid for as soon as yeah. possible. Because I know if I have this show next year, it's not going to be the same. Mm. Maybe people might have forgotten about it, but it's just not going to be the same as the first one. Do you get me? Like, definitely. And that's just ruined. That's just ruined a long-term business. Definitely. By yeah. short-term action actions, like yeah, like if, he, if even if you think like the likes of Glastonbury, if something like this came up, let's say in their second year, they wouldn't be what they are today. Do you get me? 
Definitely not, no. Like, I feel like yeah. probably the most important thing in that situation would be like to maintain the brand and not ruin that because once you, you as a person are kind of like thrown under the bus or this with this whole like cancel culture, like you're kind of like finished in a way, like yeah. it's kind of like hard to come back. Um, and I think his honestly. first event was like, I went to his first event, it was, I think it was Afro Republic in the 02. That was, I, I was, that was my first like proper. What was that? That was in 2018. And um, O2, I think it was a WizKid. Was it a WizKid headline? Oh, I don't even know. I didn't even know. Anyway, I was, was never, yeah, I was never, actually, I was actually never big into, like, going out and stuff like yeah. that. Because I was kind of, I don't know, man. I just never, I wouldn't say I was socially anxious, but I was just, like, never, I never thought of actually going out until, like, I started going out, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, yeah, That was my first, so, like, that was my when, first like, time. When, like, when, like, everything was happening in, like, 2017, like, all these concerts, like the only the only concert I do remember going to in like twenty seventeen or something was yeah, Long Jew and then Drake. But other than that, like I never really thought about going to anything else outside, but like now nah, I want to like yeah, nah, obviously I'm getting older. Now nah, I really want to go out and enjoy type of thing. Like mm-hmm. But um yeah, sorry you were saying? Um I remember. <laughs> now nah, we kind of like covered it it's kind of like just him maintaining the brand and that like he started off good Afro Republic in 2018 yeah and from there obviously Afro Nation and then he got very excited after Afro Nation then he started doing Puerto Rico and da 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 am I is this Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. yeah this Puerto Rico and Ghana as well Afro Nation Ghana and yeah know, I heard about that how did about, I don't know how that went to Gosh. be honest it was very like under the radar so I don't know if it went good or not, I remember when yeah. all my friends were putting up like, um, oh, if you didn't get an affirmation ticket, you're slacking and blah blah blah. It was kind of low key making me jealous, but I was like, yeah, there's something in my head to tell me relax, 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 relax. Mm. And now it's kind of like, as much as I wouldn't want to laugh at them, but it's kind of like me yeah. laughing at them now. Like I, me. I know some people that like bought bear tickets so they can resell it because obviously, uh-huh. year, tickets are hard to come by. Yeah, yeah, and now, now they're the one in the biggest, in the biggest trouble. Mm, definitely, yes, man. This is weird. I hope, I hope fire, everything gets sorted. Fire festival two point zero. Oh, that's the that's all I heard, man. So I heard, yeah, crazy. But um, sorry. I think that I I can I can cut from from here anyway. But do you think that's calm? Or do you what is it anything you just want to discuss? Um, no, I think we covered covered the three topics yeah. that we wanted to cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back. We spoke. We both spoke with good insights as well. Like, yeah. unless there's anything else you want to touch on, or... no, it's just it's kind of it. And then we can just like close, it, I guess. Man, I'm happy. Yeah. With I'm, I'm happy with it anyway. It went good. I appreciate the man. I appreciate yeah. it. Obviously, it would have been better in person. But we have to yeah, no, we have to do what we have to do, man. Um, yeah. what's what's it called in, in business is called um, oh, what's the name I, I don't know I forget the name of it when con, a contingency plan oh, I, I remember doing that yeah, yeah. so <laughs> like, you have, obviously you have your main plan but like you need to have a contingency plan just just in case like you know yeah. in this situation right. obviously right. the pandemic like I was lucky enough that I had like a, obviously I had a lot of pre-recordings and they were being released as 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 I was going along, but once they yeah. start running out, I was like, okay, now it's time to like, what am I gonna do once like the last thing I can release can come out and stuff like that. So, 
that's yeah. Hey man, you're doing your thing as well now, so keep it up, brother. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it going, man, because it's getting it's getting hard now. Because I'm even myself, I've learned how to edit. Like I'm I'm using Adobe at the moment. Yeah. I was going to use Premiere Premiere Pro, but because I have a friend who knows how to use Adobe, I was like, okay, they yeah. can. I can text them whenever, like I get stuck or whatever. Yeah. Um, Which is good because man, yeah. you need those like, people trust. Yeah, definitely. Are you, are you using Adobe as well? Um, well, to edit, mm. I use I use a bit of everything. I use Photoshop. Okay. I use Illustrator, and then I use yeah, Adobe Creative Cloud too. Alright, sweet. So I use yeah, man, pretty much because what is it? I never really found something that I was comfortable with. It was kind of mm. like just trial and error type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So until I find what I'm comfortable with, I'll use mm. I'll be using all three. Mm. Um, 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 like even because I had even for the podcast, I had an editor, what a search or whatever. But the issue that the problem came with him was the fact that like basically like, I don't consider this a job or whatever. It's just like a hobby as such, maybe. Yeah, and. Yeah. Because he knows how what he's doing, I don't, and I would be like, okay, I have the thing recorded, take whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, I'm re- relying on his time, and he would be coming through, and then I would kind of like be frustrated because I don't, I'd, like, there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah, so, because you have to, you have to be patient because it's him yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and but at the same time as well, like, I didn't want to compromise on consistency because I'm relying on someone else to get me. That's so him. like, I was just forced to like teach myself once I finished my. That's literally exams or whatever, like that's literally the same thing, man. Because mm. I told you, like, I can't be paying people an armor, like, for yourself, yeah, so yeah. mm. like, I was paying somewhat, like, to get logos done and the promo videos, like, yeah, definitely. It's crazy, man. It's good that you learned as well, though, yeah. Um, do I have you have FIFA 20, yeah? Yes, sir. I'm like, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready to pay you still. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, brother, my brother has a PlayStation and he has FIFA 20 as well, so... Man, play me. Play me right now. <laughs> Wait, where's your PlayStation now? It's in the house. It's in the house. Um, I have to go look for it. And then I'll send you the, Man, the username. Play me. Play me. What's your favorite team? What's my favorite team? Yeah. Man, I play with my eyes closed and I still beat you. <laughs> okay, I, I think I might I, when I go Liverpool. I don't know. I think about it. Yeah, let, let me let me try and wrap this up now, and then and then we'll talk about that. Okay. Um. So I suppose like, do you want do you want to do a little summary on what the different things we like touched on today? Oh, yeah, so definitely. Started off with kind of like chasing the bag or kind of like starting a business and stuff like that and how important your brand is was it yeah 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 and then um with support it's it was to do with more like if if your business or what you're doing is good the the, the support will come in respect yes. of that and if it's not coming then maybe try and think maybe how you change can like change your approach to it yeah, yeah. and or change the your target audience or whatever mm-hmm. and also maybe don't focus just on one thing and try and upskill yourself so you're you're not leaving yourself vulnerable for example like yeah. what now like in this in this kind of current climate where one one thing can just 
ruin everything. Do you get me? Never get too um, hard done by if somebody doesn't support your team. There will always be somebody mm-hmm. else there. And if not, you just have to go back to the drawing board and see what see what you can do yeah. to execute a plan. See. And possibly, obviously, gain, then gain support. Mm. But obviously, don't be too fixated on gain support. Be more fixated on creating quality content. My yeah. advice anybody who's stuck, anybody who's in the dynamic. Because if you're too fixated on support, then you're just forgetting about everything else and you won't enjoy it as much, I feel. Mm. Yeah. Because if if it becomes a if it becomes a numbers game, man, then you're in big trouble. <laughs> then you're in big trouble. You'll be like, oh shit, I didn't get a hundred likes on this or yeah, this or that. Like, or I didn't six hundred people didn't reach this type of thing. You get me? Yeah. So it's kind of like, man, just just relax. You'll get there. Just breathe. Take it easy. That was the thing, like. Yeah, man. Other than that, I think we brushed up on everything. We had a good conversation. Yeah, thanks for um, coming on. And actually, Thank before we go, um, where can we find you on your social media platforms? Um, to be honest, my most responsible platform would definitely be Instagram. <laughs> OJ's Gram. You can follow me on Twitter as well, but don't watch that. It's uh, underscore 105 Yeah. And Twitter is just, I just use Twitter for banter, like, mm. no respectful to anything, just for banter. And then Snapchat, I don't really use Snapchat that much, but you can also follow me, or you can add me on Snapchat, OJS, full stop, S N A P. Follow me on Instagram, that's the most and important la- one. Last, important. Last, lastly, but not least, yeah, you brought something out for us this, this, was it Monday or Sunday? Monday, this Monday, isn't it? Yes, sir, bro. Yeah, I, I dropped a new mix on SoundCloud. Thank you, Daniel. This is our madness. This is our madness. I appreciate it. I dropped a new mix on SoundCloud on Monday, the 11th of May, 7 p.m. And yeah, people are enjoying it quite a lot. It's like 27, 28 minutes long or something. I want you guys to all go check it out if you're listening to this. Let's get the streams up and then competition time, innit? (laughs) (laughs) Go on SoundCloud and search up OJ self isolation and just vibe to it. Like mm. the intro, the intro I feel like is kind of cold. Mm. Kind of cold. Definitely. And yeah, uh, you guys could be the judge. Listen up and let me know what you say. Let me know what you think. Sorry. And um, that's been us here at Step Out Podcast, and we'll see you again soon, hopefully. Yeah. Yes, sir.